Hello, all of you. Rhys Tekes, a true seekers to podcast live to Butterfield. Today, on Monday, on the 2nd October, public holiday in Australia, but I have a little bit down towards the west, east, uh, south, west, east, west, west, south, north, whatever. A uh, good friend of mine, Stanley Arianto. He's in Bali right now, and I pursue him, I stalk him on uh, Instagram because I want to bring you something what we lost and that is the understanding of the natural beauty but not natural beauty just the models and uh, the maybe the trees and all this but stanley is a very unique photographer who captures all that beauty which we are certainly don't see with our own eyes we are concentrating ourselves mostly now on ai so ladies and gentlemen let's go talk about natural beauty about resilience of the my friend who is traveling across the globe and who is taking this beauty in frames and frames and frames thousands of frames for our perusal stanley welcome to podcast live to butterfield hey mario thank you for having me here i'm very excited uh, to be here and chat with you Thank you for thank you for allowing me to stalk you on Instagram. So Stanley, for the our listeners and viewers, you know, we're gonna to talk today about photography, but not photography like people seeing every day, like you know, clicking and you know, being the tourist and you know, all these things we're seeing on social media. We're talking about now you capturing something what our eyes don't see while we're sleeping, you are out and 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 searching for all this beauty. So Stanley, who is the Stanley Arianto? Yeah, thanks a lot for um, for that, Mario. Um, so I'm a nomadic travel photographer. Um, I have won over a hundred awards, getting published, exhibited, and even got interviewed on live TV. Um, my passion started in 2015 when I was traveling across Europe. I had the best time of my life. I've never traveled five weeks in my life before, and that time it was we call it the road to Oktoberfest. Um, we all have we all have that stage. Um, yes. One of the thing that really disappointing from that trip was that when I got back home, I realized that there wasn't any photo that can do the experience its justice. So from there, I started to go on this rabbit hole on how I can become a better photographer and better capture those moments. So my start was simply just to be able, uh, wanting to be able to capture better memories. That's all. Now, long story short, um, you know, I came across this person. Um, he is a local photographer in Perth, Australia, and yes. he captured this stunning photo of the Milky Way across one of the sand dunes. His name mm -hmm. is Michael Goh. He also known by the Astro Bear. Um, okay. And literally, I still have the screenshot till the day, this day. <laughs> I screenshot it as soon as I saw it. And I'm like, yeah. you know what? I want to be able to take photo like that, yes, right? Yeah. For those of you who are spiritual, you can call this, you know, the manifestation or the start mm -hmm. of the manifestation. Um, but yeah, since then, that become my passion and my purpose. And it really changed my whole outcome, uh, my whole life, right? Um, from being an engineer, um, being told by the culture, by the society, by the status quo, that that is the only way to be able to live a comfortable and a secure life, right? A happy life. Actually, it was quite the opposite. Um, you know, when I got into engineer, even had worked with one of the top um, aluminum company in the world yes. in Western Australia, I was actually 
going down into despair where I felt like there is no purpose there is no um, pursuing there is no passion I literally just got up go to work go back home eat sleep maybe watch a little bit Netflix yes. and repeat for the weekend and then you go party and then you know do the week repeat and I thought that that wasn't really the way to live right so when I found photography, um, life really changed. Um, so like you say, I love going to um, crazy places during stupid o'clock to uh, capture unique <laughs> moments. Um, because even though I still do enjoy capturing, you know, the day-to-day -day stuff, mm -hmm. the thing that really give me passion, the thing that really give me uh, accomplishment is when yes. I'm able to capture or go to those places that no one had capture before and be able to share with everyone um, you know this moment that um, they might have missed um, because they don't even know that it's possible they don't even know that it's there or you know they don't have the physical ability to get there etc etc you know I one thing admiring of you like I didn't know your story as you know I, I tell to all my 600,000 beautiful my supporters and followers across my social media um, all my interviews are the people who traversing from victim to victor. Uh, doesn't necessarily be the victim in the sense of like, you know, somebody was being in prison or the mom didn't love him or dad didn't love him, all these stories. But challenging the life itself. And I learned today something new about you, Stanley, um, that you actually challenge it life that it's not enough only just working for the most reputable company make the good money and then like oh let's be just party on the weekends instead of this you you uh, venture it into unknown yeah, i would say this right into unknown and for that one i salute you literally i just i just don't know what how to say except you know congratulations my friend for this one but can you share you know the first step when you decide to let's go start from that beginning so people can learn from you um, that start the fear did you had a fear and how did you how did you handle that fear of unknown so leaving that security working in a large company making decent money but being unhappy then suddenly guys i'm out i'm gonna do something else teach our audience stanley through your experience what did you, what did you experience and how they can carry and fight the fear of unknown you know you're you're talking about victim and i feel like the the biggest victim that we are um have to go through is this notion of um following what other people do um because they have been successful at what they're doing right okay and it has been our blueprint since the very kid it doesn't matter where you are i you know i used to thought oh yeah you know because i'm in asia you know you have this thing where you gotta follow this but it's actually all across the world i've traveled to 29 different countries talk to people uh, from all over the world and i realized that it's not just from indonesia yeah um everything that we have gone through as a kid right that the environment uh, what we see in the news all conditioning us to get to this point where hey you know you gotta do this and the reason behind that is um well from my belief anyway i don't like to yes. force uh, my belief to anyone but from my belief is that in the old days in in our parents era right that is the way to do it and i, I was brought up that way of course that makes yeah. sense right for yes. them 
it's crazy to start a business because there was no YouTube, there was no Instagram. Now, a little kid could start a channel on Instagram and be successful, yes. right? Now, the next thing that I think is very difficult to get out of, um, which what you say there, right, is the survival mindset because we, you know, again, um, our parents, um, I'm not sure what it's like on, um, you know, for everyone else, but my my mom used to earn ten dollars uh, a month as a doctor. She was actually driving the ambulance um, to pick up, you know, uh, a patient when she was eight eight or seven months um, pregnant with me. So, um, you know, people might think like, oh yeah, but you know, Stanley, you're privileged. I I'm gonna say I am privileged because I have a parents who's willing to do that much work to to get me out of that condition yeah. but at the same time we all have a, a, the same beginning right we all have the same resources and the same more importantly resourcefulness which yes. is ourself our brain our will right so um yes 100% it is scary um and in fact uh, when i left my engineering career um back in 2018 I dare to say that that was the very first decision that I have ever made for myself because yes. every other decision I have made before that is all about um, finding the safe path, right, towards mm -hmm. the money. Um, what is the easiest way to get there? And this is the problem. We continuously look for a shortcut to get the money that when we get the money, it's not happy. Right, I've got um, uh, students and mentees who who were a cook, who were a construction worker. You know, who um, they got there because oh yeah, uh, I think yes. I kind of like it, and the money is good, right? But yeah. they don't find happiness and fulfillment. And the thing is, most people don't know that it is possible to get both. Yeah, you know what? So, yeah, yeah, sorry. Yes, continue, please, because you see, I, I, can, I didn't read it seriously because I, I knew if something was a salary gentlemen. I'm gonna put the comment section below uh, the uh, Stanley the details on uh, his Instagram account and everything else he has on his name, except the pin number for his account details. But the thing <laughs> it is, uh, uh, you're gonna be impressed. I, I knew it when I was observing your images that there is a more than eyes can just meet. That there is the man who has a story i didn't know this you know i mean so like today you're saying your mom she was or she's still doctor and you said she was paid, paid she's $10. retired now okay she was get paid ten dollars per day right or something did you say ten dollars yeah i mean per, doctor, per month per month <laughs> i mean per month you know i i just it's just incredible but you i believe that your mom she gave it the biggest support i presume right in your in your quest for the for the what you're doing yeah, I mean, my, my mom and dad really, you know, paved the way to, to, to get there. Uh, and at the same time, they were the one that worried the most, of course, right? Their parents. So um, yes. they're actually the one that have, um, you know, one of the, the biggest skepticals. Like, are you sure you want to do this? Are you sure? <laughs> and um, I, I totally understand it. Right? Yes. I totally understand that. Um, and at some point, you got to live your own life and just decide for yourself. And, you know... Um, 
here is the thing, right? Parents are amazing, and my parents are incredible. They always supported me when I need the money, even if they don't have it. They will try to support me when I want to do something, right?、Uh, my mom was telling me, which I didn't know until a few years ago or a couple years yes. ago, yes. that she they they were struggling and. I wanted to learn guitar, right? And they were struggling to to to, you know, go from day to day life, let alone pay for a guitar lesson. And yet they、yes. made that happen, right?、Mm-hmm. And that was just like crazy for me, you know.、Um, so they they always support me. And at one point, I had to tell them that say and and tell them that, hey, mom and dad, you have to stop supporting me. You have to let me fail. Oh my god. And I, it's very true because I was in this such a really safe place to a point where you know what it it never mattered if it if it felt and that take away my my motivation and、yes. and my、uh, my drive right so I told them I told my parents I told my my sister because they're always these people who always supported、yes. me and I told them that support me however you want but never ever give me the money.、Um, It doesn't matter how much I need it because、why、I want to figure、that? this Can out. Can I ask you, Stanley? Why? Why would you say to anybody who supports you, and you say your sister loves you, your parents loves you, you say, "Don't give me the money." Why is that? Because everybody will ask opposite. Give me the money to succeed in life. Because here is the thing: if you always ask for the money, right? It means you don't believe in yourself. If you don't believe in yourself, you can make it happen. You won't make it happen. And the other part as well is this: the the scarcity versus the abundance mindset, right? The scarcity people always think that they just need things to survive. The abundance mindset always dictates that, hey,、yeah. you know what? It doesn't matter if you're enough; you will make it happen. So then, this is very important. And you know, I I teach.、Um, Photographers, how to turn their passion into profit, and、yes. this literally, this small mindset is literally the biggest reason why people cannot thrive、um, as、okay. as a human being. I I mean, I was gonna say as an artist specifically,、yeah. but also as a human being, right? Because if we decide based on scarcity,、um, it will not turn out the way. Uh, in in a great way, right? Because when you are surviving, yeah, and just imagine, <clears throat> you're trying to create an experience for your client, right?、Yes. And then you have the survival mindset, and the survival mindset is very、uh, similar to basically trying to survive if there was a lion behind you. Right. Yes. <laughs> Now think about it. When there is a lion right behind you chasing you, do you think you're gonna think about, oh, what do you think my client would love from this? What what they gonna enjoy? What color? What experience? No. All you gotta do is survive. So then,、survive. with that mindset that if if you try to provide or give value to your audience or serve your audience、yes. with scarcity mindset, you will not give them any justice, and for that reason. You will not be able to succeed, at least in the long term, right? Maybe yes, yes, yes. someone is really good at manipulating or whatnot. Then you know have that short term、yeah, yeah, gain. Yeah, yeah. But that was the thing that I recognized. That was the thing that stopped me from succeeding as an artist. This broke artist mindset, right? Always the hustling mentality, always thinking that we don't deserve, that we don't have what it takes to be successful, and. 
I dare to say that people or artists, photographers, right, who are in the art industry who have made it, they have this mindset of abundance of, you know what, yeah. I, I believe in myself, I know my value, and it's okay that I'm broke now, but I'm gonna focus on creating and be able to create the best just thing, the best art for Honestly, like, I just, I'm just amazed how did you say this, because uh, that is uh, unbelievable, like in, in on all respect, this is unbelievable. So Stan, let's go move now to the, you know, your part. So obviously you, you break up the shackles of the, of the, of the enslavement in working in the business and your large corporation, and you start traveling, obviously. What was your first camera, if I may ask you, and what was your first destination and how did you plan actually that you know big breakthrough did you have somebody who is help you on that one part or did you just like okay this is my next step in life what was your next step well <clears throat> it's always difficult right um i feel like there's always something in our life that help us move on to the next step yes. that we never can rush because we have our own journey so it's uh, first of all before i get into all that i think it's important that we enjoy our own journey um now going to what you asked there and i'll i'll answer the question earlier about how i um i quit uh, made that decision to quit engineering um okay. i i hate traveling <laughs> i didn't even like traveling <laughs> right i hated it i used to hate okay. them so much and you know what you know the reason why was because what? i'm in a survival mindset i had this thing even when working as an engineer right i think at that time i was earning um um five six thousand dollars at that time a month right which is really yeah. comfortable paycheck right um yeah. and I didn't want to travel because the whole mindset, the everything that life had taught me was that I need to save money, right? And then I can yeah. buy new, nice things. And then when I have buy nice things, I can buy a house and then I can get married, retire and die, right? And that's how yes. I enjoy life apparently. Now I realized yeah. that um, I didn't know that that was not the right way to do it until I had a bad breakup with one of uh, my ex-girlfriend or girlfriend at that time, oh right? My, sorry, it's and and it's 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 funny because literally, like she was the it was the worst breakup, and yet it was the best thing that had ever that ever happened in my life. Interesting, the yeah. worst and the best. Okay, exactly right, and this is where. Um, people need to kind of embrace the bad because the bad usually bring you to the good. Um, so when when I had that, I was like, you know, it, it was it was, I was like, okay, that's fine. And then, you know, at some point I just had enough and I need, I need, I need to get out, right? Because Perth would just remind me of her and I was like, okay, I need to get out. And um, at that time, my grandma's birthday anniversary, I can't remember which birthday, I think it was like, 70 um if i'm not wrong or 80 maybe 80 mm -hmm. and then i i flew to to uh, to where she is and then i literally just had like a couple of days stop by in bali right that was the first time <laughs> I, that i go to bali with no intention with no yeah. one right i didn't oh, where, would you, where, would you, where did you live before that in perth uh in, in perth, perth yeah, western yeah. australia yeah so um and that that was incredibly freeing it was so much freedom you could do whatever you want whenever you want however you want it you don't have to wait for permission you don't have to ask what they want to eat you don't just okay do. 
and that was incredible <laughs> so i started doing more and more of that and you know um before you know it i was i think traveling to 20 uh, 25 different countries and then mm. i went to europe and this thing you know that the story that i i shared yes. with you earlier came true so what makes me quit engineering was to the mere fact that first of all um i i kind of enjoy engineering but i don't enjoy working in that environment the environment wasn't as great right um of course company need to make money so we always got put on a place that need to make money but that's yes. not necessarily what we passionate about right so yes. so yes. then we don't have that choice usually we lost that choice right so i was like you know maybe i do my own thing so that i could dictate on what i want and what i don't want right so that was the first trigger the second trigger was that um, you know in in a lot of places uh, in companies the better you are as a worker the more you are overwork because your boss uh, trusted true, you yes. and because they trusted you they give you more work because uh, they don't trust the other person right and that's just messed up <laughs> that, is, that is very true Stanley that is very true yeah. I agree to yes yeah so so I was just like this is not cool like I'm 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 doing the right thing and yet I don't get rewarded instead mm. I get punished right and the yes. other person get rewarded for not doing the right thing so i was just like this is not fair this is not for me and i came across this book by tim ferris the four hour work week um and okay. in there that was the one that helped me to debunk my fear right because okay. here is the thing mario and for everyone who's listened we live in a really technological advanced world and yet we have a dinosaur brain we have a caveman brain that everything um, that happened to us we already start being defensive and that is a really difficult treat to get rid of and that is the survival True. mindset True. right True. Yeah. so yeah 100 percent. so so then we look at failure bigger than it is we look at bad things that happen to us bigger than it is we over focus on things and this is how our brain protected because in the old days right if you yes. don't protect yourself you get eaten by dinosaur right mm. this is a real thing yeah <laughs> in, in nowadays yeah. in nowadays like think about it what is the worst that could happen it's almost nothing and i literally listed out like okay i want to do this i had two columns yeah, the good yes. and the bad and what's the worst that could happen the worst thing that could happen is that me being broke right have the last money that I need to spend to fly back to Australia or Indonesia and literally look for a job start over right that's the worst thing that could happen so what if you start over because money is not linear right you could get money a large sum of money at one time you can't it's, it's lose so a large sum this of money. is stanley the best explanation i ever heard um you know the world it's full of um motivation inspiration speakers whatever you want to call them more or less the inspirational speakers because this pressure comes from external output and motivation internal but the point it's very simple you explain now the 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 reptile brain which is true which is dominating our, you know, flight fear of, uh, of fe fight flight of fear. Um, then we have the what's it calling? Uh, all this 
we're imagining the threats which they don't exist. We, we create them in our head before they even exist. That's what I learned in the, in, in the, in the army during the, 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 the war. We will, see the, we will see the problems before they occur, like, you know what I mean? So like, thank you for, for debunking this for us. Uh, and, and I truly believe that everybody who is joined, we're gonna come to that point a little bit later, uh, or our conversation, everybody who is joining uh, Stanley on, on his quest and his course, you know, you can learn photography and enjoy the, 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 the fresh air. You're absolutely going to learn from Stanley much more wisdom, not not just photography. So Stanley, you know, like so, you moved that one. You already traveled 20 countries, and you know, I mean, you, you were taking the photos. How did you uh, then, re, you know, when you move from that fear of actually that only what separates you from doing what you love to do now? It's taking ticket and go back in Perth or in Bali, as you said. I mean, you can go, you know, only what I what I. The biggest, what did you say? Biggest disadvantage was um, I could buy the ticket, go back to working as engineer, or go back to the Bali, which is true. So, what was what was the next step then? You know, when you realize these two columns, you put it together. Oh, right. That's a great question. So, once you do that, once you realize that there is no worst case scenario, right? Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> I'm just gonna, <laughs> I'm yes? just, I'm just gonna break this down just a tiny bit more. Um, yes. The reason why we think the worst scenario gonna happen is because we don't believe in ourselves. That's usually mm. why. And that is very important because if you believe in yourself, right? It doesn't yeah. matter how hard it, it become, you will yeah. find a way. That's actually human is very good at that. Just, I'd like you to really just think about every goal that you have ever had, that you committed to it. I bet you, you have met that goal. Now the problem is that as human being, we don't really, dare to make a goal that is too big because we are yeah. so scared right of disappointment yes. but yes. going to what what you asked there once you understand that there are no worst case scenario right or the worst case scenario is not that bad um mm. what you what you need to do is just um people don't know what their passion is right people not sure yes. what what they like to do so do more of what they like right do more of what you like uh, if you yes. have a hobby, if you something that you enjoy, even just an aspect part of it, do more of that. Now, don't do it. Uh, you don't have to jump from full time to, uh, you know, pursuing this right away. But what uh, Tim Ferriss on the on, on the book uh, mentioned was that um, do mini retirement, right? Take okay. one week off and live as if you want to live when you pursue that passion take two weeks to take two months take three months and i did that i prolong that mini retirement and see if this is something that i really want to do before i decided that. okay so that by the time i pull the plug i know that this is for me i know what's in front of me i know what's the good and the bad right and yes. of course i i don't know everything but at least i have a taste of that think of it like you know a probation a when you yeah. when when you start um you know a job it's pretty much the same like that no that that is beautiful said ladies and gentlemen as i say at the beginning of my conversation um i i like it that this uh unplanned interview this is what the best part it is you know i know the framework of the interview but I never know what somebody carries inside of them. And that's what I like it about talking to Stan today. We're discovering not just the photography, but you're discovering how to do deal with your life. 
you know and and Stan is absolutely right we all live in some type of fears you know I, mean, I, I, I was the one you know who was you know from half of his life was living you know under, under dogma of my parents you know just do one job you know this is what you need to do this is what you need to do because you know if you don't do that job you know just stick with this you know and I'm like I always ask myself why I need to do things when somebody else tells me to do it and the moment I start challenging life and people around me and start doing things I like it people like oh you're the rebel you're the bad influence you're this and that but I know they secretly admire me so like thank you Stanley for 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 making our viewers and listeners more comfortable with maybe future decision making in their life to take a step out of that comfort zone and uh, pursue what they love most now Let's go talk about photography. So I, I, I'm I'm dying to, to ask this question, right? Because you know I'm seeing the you know night photography in particular. It's very demanding, right? Right, very very demanding. Um, I don't know how to get get the picture of the sky. I can say something I learned um, to get out and take the longest exposure photography, HDR, infrared was or something I was pursuing for some time. And the only reason why I do photography because my wife then, uh, 2007, she told me I need to get a hobby because I becoming very depressed with the situation in life. And, um, my first camera was a Kodak Z700 or something. This was just like a <laughs> zoom camera. And I don't remember coming out on a, a beach in the morning chasing those groups photographers they all have the canon 30d you know i mean it's like oh my god canon 30d wow <laughs> you know look at the camera and nobody want to share the knowledge how to make the photography today it's a different and photography is a beautiful thing and my question is like what takes for you stan to be in a wilderness of wilderness of canada or other countries in the middle of the night middle of the nowhere taking those photos eh? what it takes for the man to do this particular case yourself a lot of snacks that's what we need <laughs> <laughs> are you promoting now a healthy life that's what you are doing eh? <laughs> um, okay no 100 percent um uh it's i, I think you know, it, it's very similar, you know, you say that, um, that you go into that place where, you know, through despair and depression and photography really help you out because it gives you a purpose, something mm -hmm. to focus on. And that is the same with me. And I find that I like challenges, right? I like challenges and I like to be able to capture something unique because yeah. when I capture something unique, then I could truly say that this is mine. So that yeah. is very important for me. Um, so that is one of the reason why I like, you know, summit bagging, going to the top of the mountain at night, you know, yes. capturing this unique perspective because now I can truly say that this is mine. Because if we are taking photo of, uh, you know, Sydney Harbor Bridge or, yeah. uh, you know, Lake Louise, that's really, really popular, then your photo is just buried in, in you know, hundreds if not millions of others right? yeah, things, yes. yeah 100% so I mean it doesn't matter how good of a photographer you are there are a lot of good photographers out there so yeah that, I mean that's that's how I find solitude you know I love going hiking um, to the top of a mountain because it gives me a sense of achievement when I get at the top you know the the hardest uh, 
the hardest the climb the 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 sweetest the reward right yes. especially you know all, like i say the snacks just taste amazing it doesn't matter how how much you hate it when you <laughs> get you, up to but, the top but you burn them very quickly because you are carrying equipment right mm -hmm. uh you know you're carrying the other gear with you to 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 stay at night during the night i mean that's not an easy job you know what i mean but one thing it is it is absolutely amazing with your type of photography you said this by yourself you own that moment and most of people either sleeping during the night including myself or they uh, was a calling uh, partying or you know doing something else and there's so much happening particularly when the places like canada or you know wherever you've been during the night and all this no pollution no 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 lights around you just the stars haven't you been afraid Like yeah, hundred percent. I'm, I, I, thank you, thank you, thank you. I used to be afraid of um of of the dark. I used to be, need to have lights when I was sleeping. Um, yes. you know, and um, but when I do astrophotography, it's just a totally different feeling because okay. um. So for example, right in um in Canada, I I I stayed in Lake Louise for. Uh, about a year right and they get millions of people every year now yeah. it's very hard to find that solitude from photography when there are million other people around you yeah so then you go at night and suddenly you just there by yourself by the nature or you know with one extra yeah. friend and that is the feeling that i'm looking for the peacefulness the quietness uh, well everything become matterless right where the busyness of life just like it doesn't even matter yeah you know like and it's it's enough of a motivation of me wanted yes. to go there because when i go back down and i put it together and share it to the world you know people are just amazed uh of that photograph and more importantly i really hope that those are the things that inspires them one day to either pursue photography to travel or to you know uh, try something new at the very least right because yes. i got inspired by one single photo so what not to say that one of my photo could inspire others and i i dare to say that i understand the you know carbon footprint problem with traveling but traveling is the best thing that you could do in your life because when yes. you travel you're able to see different perspective you're able to see different ways of doing things and it opens up your mind and if you could see you know like Jeff Bezos for example his yeah. his idea come during travel because it just stimulates your brain right um, many people come to Indonesia and started a non-profit because it moved them right and they st stayed here and then do non-profit full-time and cleaning up the uh, the rubbish um, you know helping the corals yeah. when you travel you find purpose you see the thing that you enjoy and the things that you don't enjoy and you make a change you do something different and I think if everyone just do their tiny bit doing that we all can make a better place and become happier right who doesn't want to be happier Can I can I be now can I be now the devil advocate and I say, okay, um, let's go travel, and uh, do photography, right? You will agree with me that 
I would say personally, today I was doing uh, one presentation with somebody and they say, uh, statistically speaking, they say that people spend 60, 60% uh, of the population globally spends daily two hours and 24 minutes on online searching for some type of tutorial, some type of the exercise or, you know, some uh, business ideas on guidance, meditations and list goes on. Two hours, 24 minutes, people spend per day online searching for something to help them enhance their life. But there's a, there's a flip side of the photography, Stanley. Um, it's called uh, influencers photography. What do you think about influencers photography? I can share something with you. I was recently this uh, year, two months ago, I was in Dubai for work, and I ventured into this 360-degree pool. It's a square. It's on top of the St. Regis Hotel. It's beautiful. You know, it's, just, it's just amazing, right? And I was wondering, I was, I was impressed with that architecture wonder, you know, like on the 50th floor, uh, pool, you know, like it's just beautiful, but everybody's taking photos. And I must say, you know, the biggest tool was this, right? Not the SLR photography camera or type R uh, camera, whatever it is. And they require some skills, you know, to do it. But when I saw how much time people spend to take the photo of some place or some moment, it's incredible. So what's the difference between influencers photography and Stanley photography you teaching your students? I mean, I mean, you know, photography is photography. I think the intention behind it is what matters, okay. um, right? Um, I, when I teach photography, I want people to be able to uh, tell a story um, instead yes. of, you know, um, if in, in influencers, basically you want to, I mean, even influencers photographer, right? The whole purpose of photography is to tell a story. Right. So how you want to use that is, is really up to you. I think, you know, um, one of the things that I don't enjoy as seeing influencers around the world is because it is, you know, they want to make that to be their full time job and they forget the human element part of it where yes. you have to be respectful with the host country that you're going to where, yes. you know, you have to be. Um, thoughtful of other people who are around the area. And I'll tell you this one story. Please. I went hike up in this really famous spot in Canadian Rockies, right? Really beautiful. I mean, it's famous, but it's it requires hike, so it's not as packed. So <clears throat> I got there at four, uh, I think it was basically about two hours before sunrise because I want to yeah. take, you know, the Milky Way kind of um time lapse right yes i was there set up my camera set up my time lapse start taking photo and then this was so-called you know influencer um influencer coming through right okay she, my god okay and and then she went through the place the spot where um would yes. be in front where i take the photo and I was okay. That's fine, right? I mean, I don't own the space, right? Mm. I'm I'm very mm. conscious of that, mm. and I just literally told her, "Look, um, I'm taking this time lapse. Would you mind just, you know, um, don't? It's okay if you do like go there, take a photo, and come back. And if you need to retake, that's okay. Go back again, right? Yes. But please don't stay there for like, you know, like ten minutes because then I cannot get rid of you in in the photo, right? Yes. And she was just went mental. It's like. Oh, right, right, right. yeah, right. And I'm just like, I, I talked to you, you know, respectfully. I gave you the permission respectfully. And I understand that this is not my spot, right? It's everyone's yes. spot. And 
and you don't have to react that way in in a way that <laughs> you know you know it, it, you know, like i just like it like, you're very calm like i i recently i was in byron bay like i do i've done something something crazy in my life you know like as you say mid-retirement but i said to myself you know what i'm gonna just gonna go someplace you know it's, it's been famous in australia called you know for all these um hollywood stars coming during the lockdown you know i mean and called the battle bay so set certainly car drive 10 hours you know doing the some vlogging and taking photos and everything else and i come on a beach entire beach was empty except that this one spot and i was doing the time uh time lapse as well and i was just but my mobile phone so I was doing uh, like a 360 degrees, you know, I mean, on a, on a on particular uh, device, on a gimbal. And uh, this lady, she was literally standing in, I was just, I was so furious, you know what I mean? Because like entire beach, but she must have the phone in front of that one. And I told her like, you know, I really, why would you do this? Uh, but Stanley, some people will say that influencer photography brings the money, glory and fame, but your know, that photography doesn't. Can we disagree on that one or agree on that one that you can make a money on your type of photography and that you're teaching people on your type of photography? 100%. I mean, you see the difference is that uh, people who really into photography, right? Like when I mean into photography is like, you know, they go to place 10 times to get the right moment. They usually have the artistic mindset. And the artistic mindset is the direct opposite of how you make money because in order to make money you need an entrepreneur mindset right and yeah. this is the biggest challenge now if you look at influencers they do it for the money right and they don't yes. i mean i try to be influencers i i tell you i tell you what um you know when i first started my journey i, I did collaboration with few yes. like five star resorts and hotel here in 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 bali Yes. It's 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 tough job. It's tough job, right? Like yeah. you don't get to enjoy this hotel even though it looks nice on Instagram, but you got in, you can't even put anything in the room. You take photo, you take video because you don't want it to be ruined, right? Yes. You put your thing in and then oh, okay, afternoon tea. You go afternoon tea, but you don't enjoy the afternoon tea. You're busy taking photo and document things. Yes. And then you you finish, you go back to your room, you relax. It's like, "Oh, dinner time." And guess what you do dinner time? <laughs> the same exact thing. You're busy recording, taking like photo, and like by the time it. you want to eat, it's like, oh, time right now. And then you go like, oh, okay, time to sleep. And then because we have to wake up for sunrise because that's the best. You know, it's it's tough job. And I have full respect for those people who are doing it. I think okay. the only thing that really pissed me off is when they don't have the respect because they feel they're entitled to it. Anyway, I digress. Okay. So when it comes to photography, yes, artists are very idealistic, right? Artists are very into themselves. Yes. So then they don't understand how to communicate with people, how to sell their product. And most yes. people think to be able to sell, you need to be a salesman. You don't mm -hmm. actually. You don't, right? The best one of the best way to to be able to sell your product is through storytelling, and of course there are a right way okay. to the wrong way of doing storytelling that sells, right? Some storytelling is just great to hear. Some are great for selling, and I think these are the things that most photographers actually missing well i dare to say that not most photographers um, even most people who want to be able to sell their product um 
you know, those little things are the things that makes difference, right? I mean, there are a few different things as well um, out there, but I dare to say that the one thing that stopped photographers from pursuing their passion in photography and turning that into a profession is this mindset that selling is a bad thing, that selling is hard and it sucks. Actually, selling doesn't have to be sucks. If you're selling in quotation mark, right? Yeah. And selling, the definition of selling is literally trading yeah. something of a value for money. Yeah. That is what's selling. So if you have something of a value and you know it's going to create a change on other people, create a transformation for the better, then you have a moral obligation to actually promote and influence the other person and convince them. Because if not, they will miss out, right? And if you think of it that way, then selling is a great thing. It's just how you go about it is the thing that make a difference. So, yeah, I mean, that's that's my two cents. By the way, um, I must say the, the influencer photographers usually are having it, um, have to tough it out as well. Um, <laughs> and they have to, this mindset of hustle right yes. and it's because again there is no further understanding of what does it take to create yes. a sustainable business right and um you know i've been an entrepreneur i've been an artist i've been also in a corporate working with lean manufacturing six sigma mm-hmm. continuous improvement right and understand the business structure side of it so i understand the, yes. the 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 triangle of this thing triangle, and it's yeah. it's a difficult one to balance 100 percent. stanley for the last you know like you know it's time to wind up uh the thing it is it's i can talk to you again and again and again and i will sit in a will but what are you offering i know that you're offering some type of course um and what are you offering and how the people can find out more about this course to use the camera the passion to create and make the money yeah, so at the moment, I only do um, either a private mentorship or a live coaching session. And um, the reason why I stopped doing um, master classes for a while is because I find that most people just don't end up watching it and that breaks yes. my heart. So mm. I just do live coaching where they get to be there. I teach them live. If they don't understand, they get to ask questions and you know, um, from there they take action and actually have that transformation. So I do a whole bunch of different ones, um, you know, from um, astrophotography to, you know, being able to pursue it as as either a side hustle, part-time or full-time. At the moment, I'm doing uh, a course around how to turn your passion into profit. And if you... It is a free workshop in a form of webinar. So it's two hours where I get to sit with you, um, you know, with people just like this. And I will basically show my journey and how I use the techniques to be able to turn the broke artist into the thriving artist, right? From surviving to prospering. And for those of you who, who want to join that, all you gotta do is go to passionintoprofit.art, right? Um, and you can um, sign up to that. Um, I will have 
a webinar um, a workshop in a form of webinar running on the 7th of October um, yes. at 10 o'clock Melbourne I think 8, eight o'clock or oh, a little bit time change but the best time is for you to yeah, go there and time check change. it yes, out so that's <laughs> I was checking with you because even yesterday I was in the morning I wake up it's like time is changing or changing or Saturday Sunday it's like oh my god I forgot I, well Stanley look I would just want to say thank you thank you for for past hour being with me in studio online thank you for sharing with with us your truly passion and not just a passion for photography guys but there's a, something you can learn from stan and that is how to turn your passion how to crush your fears how to reach your new goals and heights and it's okay to be afraid of the dark you know stanley you're not only one um i've been in a war uh, for five years and let me tell you it doesn't matter how how much how many days are spent in combat <laughs> we were all being afraid of the dark so that's a very very normal but i congratulate you that you are learn how to master the fear and turn into the into the into the, your passion and then into the profit ladies and gentlemen that was a stanley arianto uh, from bali directly for the live the battlefield i'm going to put in comment section below all the details how we can contact stanley and the guys jump online and um, make the your passion sorry create your passion into profit passion to profit right that's what it's passion to profit dot art into profit dot art yes into profit dot art i'm gonna put this uh, website so guys thank you stanley for being my guest today thank you very much mario you know um it's ever since i left that engineering it's always my passion to help other people to pursue their passion so um that's why uh, you know i i love doing this sort of interview so i'm very yes. thankful that you helped me uh, that helped no, me to absolutely. share this message to to more absolutely. people like i say to like there's more than eyes can meet because when i saw a photographer say like there's more than than we see in that photography because there's a lot of traveling it's a lot of sacrificing a lot of absenteeism solitude and i mean all these things and being amongst the mountains and you know we can admire that beauty because of people like yourself so thank you stanley ladies and gentlemen exclusive for life the butterfield stanley arianto passion into profit dot art i'm gonna put in comment section below feel free to comment like subscribe and contact stanley and make it your passion works for you thank you guys Thank you. Catch you later.